Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is part two of the spirituality episode that we started last time. So if you've not yet listened to part one, maybe go back and give that a listen before you continue on. That's been one of the things that's interesting. I've kind of been in a few denominations as a pastor, and it feels like every denomination has their little different bent on how we connect with God. Uh, And so I think one of the things that's been freeing for me is just realizing there's a myriad of ways, tons of ways for people to connect with God. Uh, that is going to be more meaningful f- to them. And just because one person doesn't connect with God the way you do doesn't mean they're not connecting Absolutely. with God. Absolutely. One of my my least favorite sayings in the church is, um, spe- 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 uh, I can't talk specifically, after a worship moment, when someone will get up and say, boy, if you didn't sense God or feel God during that song, there's something wrong with you. Mm. <laughs> you know, have you ever heard that statement before? Something like to that effect, yes. Yeah. But that's just, and even that though, like that, when people feel judged or shunned or less than, we've talked about this before, but like that can create like guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. And that guilt and shame right there alone can keep us from connecting with God and our community. Yeah. And that's harmful. It is harmful. And, and it's, there was years ago that I went on this retreat for like several days um, and it was a, a silence and solitude retreat where you literally had to take a vow of silence every day. And up till that point in time, I just really felt like the true height of spirituality is when you sang songs of worship. And during that week when it just had to be silent and just- Were you humming in your head? No, I was not humming (laughs) in my head. But I found myself really, really connect. Like I connected with God during that in ways I'd never, ever experienced in my Mm -hmm. life. And it was revolutionary because I was like, oh my gosh. And so, but I felt guilty that maybe- when someone would really enjoy singing songs that I wasn't as into it as they were. But man, when it said, hey, we're going to take 20 minutes and be silent, I was like, ooh, this is exciting. I can't wait for this. And so I think my point that I'm trying to make is that there's just different ways to connect with God, and we shouldn't feel guilty if we're not connecting the way someone else is or someone on a stage is telling us to connect with God, even though that can be helpful and guiding all that. And so, but there's tons of ways to connect with God. So Tara, if I were to ask you, how, what, what is your, like, if you're thinking, man, spirituality is connecting with God, creating space to be with God. How do you do that? What does what does that look like in your life? What are your ways where you really sense God's nearness or your sense that you're, you're growing with God? Um, so I, I will, I mean, well, I'll answer your question and then I'll maybe throw a caveat in there. Okay. But, you know, it can look different at different times in my life and depending like the context of what's going on. Um, but oftentimes, and even currently, like I would say, definitely in nature, mm-hmm. um, definitely in like silence and meditation, and through art. Okay. Whether that's looking at it, and that could still even go back to nature, or but especially when I'm creating it. Yeah, it was funny on that retreat that I went to. I'd never even thought of the idea that one could use art to connect with God, and all these people around me like were they were taking time because they had like canvases and clay and all this stuff out that I thought was this is weird. But like there's people that made these paintings and then at night we, our vow of science was lifted and they would talk about their paintings and it was some of the most beautiful connection with God I've ever heard of in my life. Um, and I remember one day I took the clay, I thought I was going to make something and I was able to make a ball. So that was my, that's all I could make because I'm not artistic at all. But discovered in this time, there's just so many ways that people can do things and art is a beautiful way to express that. And I think for me, studying, uh, spending time kind of digging into scripture I always just feel so alive when that happens. It's so connected with God. 
And uh, that's just something that's beautiful for me. And you don't typically hear that. Like, it's not as exciting to say, all right, go back and dig into a commentary, into a study Bible, and you're really going to connect with God. But for me, that's really a way that I was like, sense and feel all the different things that God is doing in my life. Absolutely. Well, and I think, and a lot of this, some of this could be personality Mm -hmm. based, but a lot of people like data or like to sort through it and make sense of things and connect dots and see the historical pieces and make sense of that. And so the Bible is full of that. So that makes total sense. Yeah. And so in looking at this in terms of marriage. So I guess what we're doing is just asking the same thing that we always ask, how to stay in your lane, how to draw the circle around yourself and just saying one of the best ways you can continue to be in a healthy marriage is to say, I'm going to look at this spirituality piece, finding my way that I connect with God, going on that exploration of having to do that. And then just kind of leaning into that a little bit and being okay with however you're wired to be. Cause I've, I've even heard some people that like, hey, if I go and serve at the homeless shelter, that's where I feel mm-hmm. most connected with God. So there's just a myriad of ways that people can do that. Yeah. And I think even just our marriages alone, remembering that that's a way to worship mm-hmm. God and to honor Him. And especially if we're both doing our part and growing, that, again, going back to the wonderful triangle image, like yeah. that is... That pleases God's heart. Mm-hmm. So what do you do if you're in a, a relationship and you feel like, oh, you're hearing this, and you're like, okay, this is a, a renewed commitment that I need to continue to create space to be with God. But what do you do if your spouse just is not on that same journey or willing to do the same thing? What What would you recommend to someone do if they're like, yeah, this is right, and I share this or even have my spouse listen to this podcast, and they're like, oh, I'm good. What no, would thank you, you. Yeah, what would you, what would you recommend to folks? Well, I think, for one, again, doing what, you can do what's in your control and you stay on your own journey no matter what that looks like and communicating your heart to your spouse praying for your spouse for sure yeah but modeling Jesus to them mm-hmm. you know so whether they're hard to love or easy to love yeah or it's a stressful season or not like we are called to love them and to serve them and to support them in good and bad. And so I think, I mean, that to me, that's the basis that I think don't waver from. But eventually, hopefully y'all can even find ways to connect with God together. And again, for couples that can look so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think for, for me too, like I've just noticed over the years that there's been times that, you know, I might be going through a little bit of a dry season spiritually where I just not you know, connecting with God the way I should. And there's been some times, you know, I'll, I'll come home and I'll see my wife just has the Bible open. She's just reading some scriptures and it's like, you know, she doesn't say a word, you know, but just seeing that modeling, uh, it can be a reminder that it's important to do that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to teach or kind of, you know, say, Hey, here's what you need to do. It's just pure modeling is such a powerful thing to do. Well, yeah. And it's, it's gentle and it's loving and it doesn't have to be this abrasive or in your face mm-hmm. kind of thing because that is counterproductive. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that might be helpful to do, I don't know if I'm stumbling upon the mindful moment that we'll cover here in a few moments, but one of the things that would be important to do is to to look at, you know, just evaluate my, for myself, what, what are some ways that I need to connect with God and not feel guilty? Because uh, it might be singing songs and beautiful and, and 
Uh, Tara and I talked before how, um, you know, there's certain styles of music that we're even into and we're not into, but just finding how I connect with God. And that's kind of the first part of the journey. But I think another piece of it too would be trying to even understand how your spouse connects with God and not try to make them connect with you the same way. Cause some mm-hmm. people are like, Hey, he's not studying his Bible enough. He must not. And again, Bible study is a huge part of it. I'm not, right. you know, diminishing that, but just finding out and helping them discover their best way to connect or with encouraging God. them to go and do that and yeah. make time for it. You know, let's say it's nature yeah. and they haven't gone on a hike or a run or something in a while at the lake. Like, Hey, I'm going to keep the kids. Why don't you go and do that? Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear about it afterwards if you want to talk about it. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. Encouraging their their growth, and it may be different than yours. And being that's okay, just because your way happens to be a certain way doesn't mean it has to be their way. And usually, it's probably not going to be. Yeah, and a lot of times, again, just based on the context in the season we're in, what may have always been like a really rich experience for you may not be doing it for you right now, and that's okay. And so, and that can feel scary too. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like confusing or that like God's not meeting you where you're at or he's not there. But I think just trying different things on to see what works and know that it's okay to worship or to grow your spirituality in many different ways. But it's also important for couples to connect spiritually, right? And so what are some things that you've, maybe you and Daniel have done or you've heard some clients do along the way? What are some things that uh, you've seen people do that they connect together spiritually? I mean, gosh, there's so many. But I mean, some things that I think are common for us, whether it's like reading a book, and maybe we're not even reading the same book, but like talking about what Mm -hmm. we're reading and learning from that and kind of like tossing those ideas back and forth and trying them on and kind of live that out. Um, Prayer, for sure. I think family time Mm -hmm. is a especially when we're away from like the normal stuff so whether that's traveling or we get to like be outside or play soccer but just connecting on this like deeper bigger than us level and that we're getting to model christ-like love to our kiddos Mm -hmm. yeah and i think prayer is such a big deal just even if it's it you know because i think there's a there was a lesson I was doing a few years ago, and it said, if you're not praying together as a couple, start out with 10 minutes of prayer together. And I thought... That would feel like a whole day to some people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it could even be just finding those you know, moments, those, those consistent moments of just you know, holding hands, bowing your heads and saying, God, we ask for your help. You know, and That could be just a start, but it's, there's something about praying together as a couple that just seems to be such a connecting type mm-hmm. of moment. And I think I... Well, it's such a vulnerable people. moment. It is vulnerable, yeah. And there's all kinds of devotionals out there, maybe just even to read something or, hey, let's read a passage together or let's go to church together uh, can all be wonderful moments to connect spiritually or, or do do something, go to a small group together, anything like that. Those are all moments that I think, going back to the car at the beginning, those are all tire moments that we can fill up that tire and make sure that we're progressing in this journey in a, in a healthy way. All right, I have one last question for you here. Uh, when it comes to uh, music, I think that's a big part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And so you and I have discussed before how there's different styles of worship out there. And, and for little known... And we're both very picky. And we're both very picky. And little known fact, can I share the Daniel fact on, on the air today? I don't know what it is. He's a worship leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just, I, shared, I shared that fact. 
And so Daniel obviously has his styles. My wife has her styles of worship. And so um, sometimes I feel like we're presented a certain style. And if we don't like that style, then it's like, oh, you don't like worship. Uh, but I don't think that's the case because they're just different ways to different styles of music, different vocalists, different wordings, different depths or non-depth of lyrics that we mm-hmm. like. We like to feel it. We like to think a little bit more. And I think that's okay, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brock likes Carmen for all of you. <laughs> I, do like a little, I do like a little Carmen. <laughs> Carmen is no longer with us. Did that, you know that? I did. It's a little sad. It yeah. is. So, him and his shoulder pads. Him and his shoulder pads. You can't go with a good shoulder pad. I but, mean, you really can. But one of the things that I, one of the bands, I guess, worship bands that I really enjoy is Shane and Shane. Yes. Yeah. So Tara's a big Shane and Shane fan as well. So, yes. yeah. It's just, if you've never listened to them, give them a listen. Um, they've been around a long time. It's just two dudes and some guitars, but yeah. it's it's simple. It's acoustic style. They literally take scripture and just sing it back to the Lord yeah. and... I don't think it gets any better than that. Yeah, because there's different styles and different genres of, genres of music out there. And I think it's okay to even explore that and not have to be what everyone else is around you because you might enjoy. But I think the whole point is the whole point of all this is just creating some space to connect with God and realizing we're all wired a little differently. We're all gifted a little differently and find what works for you and realize that there's more than just one way to to do that. Yep. And it's hard, but try not to compare yourself to your spouse or a friend or your neighbor because it's going to look different. It's supposed to look different. And that is okay. And I think, I mean, like looking at it as much as I cannot fathom this, but, you know, that's got to be a pretty cool thing for God to see and to experience like his creation, like doing all of these different things to connect with him. Mm-hmm. And they know two people are doing it the same way. Like that's just, that's pretty sobering when you think about it. Yeah. And just even there there might be different seasons. Like there's seasons where I love to just walk around outside of the journal and write, uh, listen to worship music. Shane and Shane primarily has been the, 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 the main fair for me for a long time. And just, just realizing that there might be different seasons and finding ways and, and just uh, uh, encouraging that for yourself, encouraging that for your spouse. And so, um, so Tara, that's in with our, our mindful, moment if okay. we could i may have stepped on this one already and i apologize for this one so i'm getting i'm getting the uh, look well here. we're just i'm gonna shoot from the hip on this one okay today, all right I think. yes but just maybe even if you think you know how you really connect with the lord maybe either give yourself some intentional time to do that but specifically maybe even trying out some other things and just see how it goes and then the advanced track, if you want to do that, like maybe talk to your spouse about it, ask them how they best connect with the Lord, and then maybe encourage them to get to do more of that. Yeah. As we start at the beginning, healthy you equals healthy us. And a major part, in our opinion, of being healthy is that connection with God. And so it really can be a, a very, very meaningful part of a good marriage journey because we need that strength from the Spirit of God to help us do the things and also can just make us be at a spot of better health so that we can withstand whatever, I'm going to get really spiritual here, whatever darts the enemy throws our way. There Look you at go. that. Or you're going to be driving around a three-tired car. Or a three-tired car. So, all right. Well, Tara, thank you as always for your time and thank you for listening to the Mindful Marriage Podcast. And we pray that um, your connection with God might be one that's super meaningful to you and gives you strength on this journey. Thanks, Tara. Thanks, Brock. Bye, everybody.